Hello. So, uh, I thought I'd do a diary entry update because quite, a f well, I say quite a few things, but some things have been happening, um, recently, which I thought I'd reflect on, um, not only for my benefit, but I guess for entertainment purposes for you guys, listeners, for you guys as listeners. So, don't know why it came out twice then, but here we go. <clears throat> so, as a few of you know, if you've been regular listeners, I've been trying to arrange um, little sort of sit-down opportunities. So I'm not really sure what was described there. Um, sit there, yes. I suppose sit there and opportunities with people, uh, listeners, um, and for people who... Um, you know, have experienced issues with mental health and difficulties in life. Uh, it's a way of just sharing, discussing, um, and just sort of it, it, discussing in a way that not just saying, you know, uh, saying bad happens. Oh, I get what you, I get where you're coming from. Blah blah blah. But it's, it's right, you know, going into it. What what started this? You know, how did you feel? Do what? Have I ever felt the same way as that? Yes or no? Perhaps I might have, you know, have had something quite similar and I can share some sort of experience with that way. So anyone as listeners can say, okay, I might not relate 100% to this person, but they might relate a little bit to what I'm saying. And then it's a way of just, you know, widening that bridge of understanding between people so that if anyone happens to come to you for help, maybe a little later on it just gives you something else to potentially having your arsenal to help that person out you know widen widen the uh, horizons anyway so um i arranged to meet up with a friend last week and because it was it was actually a really nice day but it was a bit windy um on the day so i said to my friend Okay, well, you know, let's sit in my car because I had to drive to meet uh, this person uh, and we'll just talk there because it's quiet. I'm not, we're not going to hear the sort of the gush of the wind uh, and we could just talk a bit more privately and it's a bit more easier to open up. Um, but it didn't happen that way. Um, so we instead... Um, this person, I'm not going to mention names yet until we sit down uh, and do this. Um, but this this friend of mine works in catering. Uh, I suppose catering. Does it catering cost? I, I suppose catering comes under the, the umbrella term for it anyway. Um, so we uh, had to pop into that person's work to for them to sort out something because they their role is a manager. Um, and then, you know, I had, I had already got myself a drink beforehand in like a flask that I made at home, uh, on the sort of impression I was really going to sit in my car where we could talk. So I left it in my car, but this person wanted to go to work and get a drink and then sit down there, which when said, I realized how uncomfortable that actually made me feel. Um, I didn't mention it to this person, but. Given that 
my experiences, not just with um, understanding myself, but my my journey my journey with mental health uh, as well. You know, it's a personal thing. You know, you don't want to. You know, you share it out of goodwill, but you don't want to. For me, anyway, I wouldn't. I don't want to be in a place where, um, unless it's my choice to do so. I don't really want to be in a place where I'm talking openly so random people can overhear, you know, because, you know, again, it's a personal thing, you know, it's um, it's like sharing, a, you know, a big secret with random people and they're just going to start judging and, you know, not hear the, the full stories of things. And so that was my, that was my biggest issue because, you know, um, even though we sit outside, where at the time when we sat down, there wasn't enough, there wasn't people around for to bother us. It soon became busier where people were around and I realised how uncomfortable I actually was trying to talk and open up because part of my mind was trying to listen to this person, trying to process what they were saying and then trying to formulate a response whilst at the same time, Keeping a, a sort of a, an ear out, a keen ear, uh, and an eye out for other people around me, because I was I was conscious of how uncomfortable I was talking so openly with someone on on certain matters, um, and it just it just sort of brought home that you know to to make this to say that even though I've made all of these podcasts and I've shared my feelings I've shared my experiences I've done so in the comfort of an environment where I feel I can speak openly without the ear of other people the sort of that judgment or that that thinking that other people are going to make on you that, that sort of might not might not be judgment as such in, in sort of a bad way but people are going to hear and take a judgment of sorts and that yeah I felt it more comfortable I suppose with anyone not just me but anyone would feel this but do it in a a, you know in a safe maybe secluded environment where people can't overhear and you can express yourself more openly Um, so I, I feel that in in future times when you know this comes to happen again uh that it does certainly need to be in a place where perhaps we're not going to be overheard by people um ultimately when our uh, our little you know uh session got cut short because even though my, this person this friend my uh, wasn't working at the time on the day we rescheduled uh, so many things were happening because this person's a manager that, you know, he kept getting, the whole recording kept getting stopped um, because that person had to go off and do something. Uh, and then I, to sort of fill in the gaps, I'd either try and pause this or talk about what was happening um, recently. Just And it just, it just felt, it didn't, it didn't flow. It was very, very strained and it wasn't, you know, I wasn't happy with what was going on. Um and when listening to it back um, when I left my friend, 
it was noisy. You know, you could hear people in the background talking and conversations and it was windy as well. So you, you actually heard a lot more wind in the recording than us talking clearly. And it was just like, ugh, really? So painful, although it was to to do, make this decision, uh, given the fact that this session was happening or did happen, I actually decided to delete the segment because it wasn't ultimately and properly audible for, you know, something to be um, considered good, you know, in a way. So, um, so yeah, that being said, you know, it was a bit of a, bit of a bummer, but it made me realise how uncomfortable I still am in a public sense to talk openly about things. You know, if I was in a position where I was going to talk openly about things, I'll do it out of choice, uh, out of people who would be there for a specific reason, you know, but to talk about personal things uh, in front of complete strangers who have no basis or no sort of connection to what you're doing, it, it was, I felt it quite uncomfortable. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people would probably feel that. So if anyone's listening and still wants to <clears throat> be a part of this, which I'm definitely down for, you know, I'm, I, I want these discussions. I want people to ask questions and for me to ask questions and ask us to relate and you know, just get a topic going on anything sort of experiences, anything that's got you bummed out, um, just so we can share. And like I said, you know, broaden those horizons with our own understanding. But it's to do though, do so in a place where we feel comfortable and not to be overheard because, you know, it's just, you know, like what happened to me, too much of my concentration was on what was around me instead of, you know, properly putting it to the, you know, to this person talking. I've just had to pause this uh, for disruption, so hopefully that's worked. Um, and if it has, I'll know to carry on in future. Um, but yeah, that, that's one thing that's happening. Um, during that, I was talking about, um, in during my little waffling moments as my friend was being disrupted all the time, um, that earlier on in the week, I'd actually gone for an MRI scan on my knee. Um, as you know, I've had sort of knee and leg troubles in over the last year or so, um, which was actually really uncomfortable. Um, not uncomfortable, well, actually, it, it was just a bit discomforting, I should say. Well, you know, it wasn't massively, you know, pain-wrenching uncomfortable, but it was just a discomfort. So, obviously, you know, you understand what this process you go through if you've ever been for an MRI. But um, if you haven't, you know, you lay on this bed, so to speak, um, and you sort of, you know, they set you up and they mechanically sort of, you know, take you into this big tube of such, such kind of thing, you know, this big machine, big scanner. Um, and it makes all these weird and wonderful noises, you know. And they give you headphones to wear, you know. They didn't give me give me it once but the noise isn't that bad to be fair you know there is a sound that 
a bit like a, a pneumatic drill going off in your ear hole, but there's nothing to deafen you. Anyway, so um, they did it on my knee. So I had to put my knee up in this sort of brace kind of thing. And uh, they put this, I don't know what they, they, they were almost like a mirror kind of, you know, they strapped this kind of mirror, so, you know, reflective mirror down on my knee. So when they did the scans, it would penetrate my knee more, I guess. But, you know, it wasn't on massively tight, but my knee, was, my whole leg was straight, you know, and I couldn't move it because of this, uh, this sort of guard. They had to put my, you know, my, my shin part of my leg in. And um, as I'm laying there, you know, it's uncomfortable anyway, because, you know, if you've heard my story, me laying on my back is, you know, discomforting anyway because of the pain of my uh, my disc. But, you know, I can't lay, I can't put my leg in a certain position for too long because, you know, it just aches, so I have to keep moving it. Obviously, I couldn't when it's scanning. And um, because I had pressure being pushed down on my knee, my kneecap when I scanned it, I had this weird sensation that, you know, every time, every few, every few minutes, I just feel, feel like an air bubble was going through, like going in sort of under and around my kneecap. And it kept popping and making like my knee feel really weird. And all I wanted to do was just get up and be like, shake my leg around just to try and, you know, get rid of this, this feeling. But it must have happened about 10 times. And it was, I was just glad in a sense of being able to move my leg again once, you know, happened. But, um, it wasn't anything terribly amazing, but I was I was hoping uh, for. Uh, it sounds really bad because obviously you want you want to hear that things are okay, which I'm glad things are okay. But at the same time, my knee and my leg caused me a lot of pain, and so you kind of wish something would have come up in the results to say like, okay, okay, yes, there is a problem. Let's go with that. But on the, on Friday evening I got a text from my local GP saying that scans were in nothing's wrong which is, which is great but at the same time you're like ah oh, bollocks because why am I still in pain so um I had the joy of going around there today rebook a rebook an appointment like a consultation appointment to see the doctor but I've been given these exercises to do which I've been getting on with they, they hurt a lot um and they make me ache and they make me really tired because I'm just putting a lot of, you know, excessive pressure on myself, you know, and um, <clears throat> I remember when, um, some years back now, I, I was going through a really rough patch with work and everything, and my dad had just gone and had his first knee operation, and I, I remember when he, when he'd come home after the operation, that, you know, he'd do these sort of small exercises he had to do either at home or with the uh, the physiotherapist, you know, at the uh, hospital. And, you know, just to, something so minor as, you know, exercising your leg, walking, bending your leg and everything like that, you know, wore him out. And it was, it was, I mean, that was amazing to see, but you know what you think, how is that so taxing on your body? And it's only, <clears throat> I, you know, because I understood it in a way that, when you overthink things all the time and you're constantly worrying and constantly, you know, pressured uh, because of life's burdens on you, yes, it mentally wears you out and you're always tired. And you obviously you get tired if you do loads of physical effort exercise, 
you know, it, it puts these sort of effects on your body to make you tired and want to sleep it off to recover. But, you know, I, I couldn't, ex- obviously, unless you've been through that, you don't really understand to experience it. And even though my problem isn't as, I will say severe as what my dad had, you know, he had to have his old knee operated, you know, he's got a metal kneecap and everything, <clears throat> you know, even though mine's not to the extent that I needed that and, you know, I'm having to have someone bend my leg for me, you know, just the, the effort I'm putting into, you know, for the exercises to do some, you know, benefit to my knee is actually really tiring. It really does take it out of you. You know, and um, given that I still don't sleep properly each night, anyway, so yeah, I'm feeling the effects of it. I'm just feeling more worn out than usual. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was more of a, I don't know, it's like a bittersweet moment, you know. But uh, still carrying on with the exercises, so I'll probably give an update on uh, what happens next when I actually get around to speaking to this doctor. Um, but on another plus side, um, I saw some friends on Saturday, uh, went around the house and did uh, a lot of VAR, VAR, VR gaming, not playing football, um, the VR gaming, um, it was just nice to actually see people, it was a couple that I hadn't seen them for a while, and um, again, you know, it, for me, it's that step of sort of reintroducing myself post-COVID worry, you know, even though the worry's still there, I'm still taking lots of precautions, you know, it's, it's, I feel like it's a, it's a step for me to sort of reintegrate myself with people and get back to some sort of normality how, on how it was before. Um, and it was a good night, you know, um, you know, it, I felt... The effects of it that, that night, obviously, you know, you want to be a bit active in front of friends. You can't just sit down all the time. So I got home and uh, my leg was killing me. My knee was killing me. So I didn't actually sleep much that night because of the pain. I think I, I nodded off about four, four-ish. I was just sheer exhaustion for an hour or so. But, you know, it wasn't, um, you know, I was up for most of the night just because my too much activity on my leg, you know, it was just, <clears throat> uh, too much excitement in my old age, uh, but no, it, that that was a that was a plus. That was a good one. Um, and again, I'm not going to mention names until this person perhaps gets involved. But I had um I had a rather uplifting couple of text messages today of a friend. Um, me and this this person have been friends for. Bloody ages, you know, a good number of years now. Um, we got, we kind of lost touch for a little bit, you know, as you do with normal people, you know, life gets in the way. But <clears throat> I've recently sort of got in touch and we've started talking a bit again. And not talking a bit again, no, we, we've sort of just carried on with where things got left off, you know, no, no, there's no hard feelings or no bad feelings in there at all. But I'd, um, I'd recently told her about this, this, sort of new journey that I'm going on uh, with, an ident- with my identity <clears throat> and she she messaged me saying um, when I text her about this, this sort of journey I'm going on and where it's taking me in this new 
name that I'm taking for myself with certain people. Ah, sorry, need a cup of tea there. My mouth was getting dry. Um, I was told that in these text messages, she didn't actually look at the text message I sent her until the day after. But well, it was quite late when I sent it. So, um, but apparently she had this dream that night, which was about giving birth um, to a child, obviously. But you know, and I wanted to name this 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 baby Penelope. And then she saw my text afterwards the next day and it was the name i had chosen so in some ways it was like some sort of stars of the line for us to have that sort of moment i just thought it was interesting because you know it's weird how dreams do connect not just with yourself if you've been listening to my episodes on my dreams which have been very weird and wacky and very dark at times but you know it's, it's weird that you know dreams construct you know these settings so vividly for you but when they link with other people it does make you weird it does make that sense of like this is weird but in a way it's nice to it's a nice feeling that you know there is that connection with people you know you know you can't see it and you might not feel it you know in like, um, like a physical sense you know Things like that do happen, you know, and the stars may have just aligned in some weird and queer way that, you know, we've, um, we had that little connection and it's just nice to know that this person wants to get, you know, sort of back in touch and help me get through this journey, just to, you know, have another person with them for me to be comfortable and, you know, grow my confidence with. And that was, that was really nice. I, I need, I think I've needed that again, just to uplift me. You know, after the last little setback I've had, you know, it's just I feel like I've put myself back on on my feet again. Um, but one thing again, I've noticed today. <clears throat> um, well, I noticed sort of from Saturday onwards that um, now that we're in October, the weather here in the UK has drastically changed. The um, it's definitely become very notice, noticeably cold um very typical autumn weathering here um and it's the start of that time of year which really bothers me really starts to get to me because it's the time of year when there's the daylight is reduced starting to reduce um and we're not far off of the clocks you know going forward so we lose the hour which Definitely, you know, you see the impact of that a lot, you know, because, you know, you get to about half past three and it's, you know, very umber outside and I come four o'clock, it's pitch black. And, you know, I'd be like before I was still been in work by that point, like most people, I would have still been at work at six o'clock, you know, and, you know, you spend all the working hours in the daylight but you're not having any time to really calm down in that time for you to sort of gather your thoughts and compose yourself in a way because you always I was always on the rush so not only from prior to that working environment you know I had issues with, with it but come to having so much on top of me not just during that work year but a year leading up to that you know a lot of training and everything 
you know, mentally, I think it did have an effect on me, but, you know, you just plough through it because that's what you've got to do. You know, you've got to have that sort of upper lip, stiff upper lip to things. To an extent, you know, you can't be, you can't be the strong, uh, macho, I feel no pressure, emotions kind of person all the time because that's, that's, that's wrong. But, you know, I was under a serious amount of pressure anyway, but then with body injuries, I was on a, you know, a, a completely new, you know, new, new route of pain and, you know, and, uh, misery and, you know, hardship that it, it has had its effect on me great still. And, you know, last year was interesting in itself because we were still dealing with COVID. So, you know, it was me, not only me trying to still deal with bodily injuries and, you know, bits of work, you know, like lockdown as well. And it was me trying to still function and get out of the house, force myself for some time at times, just the daily, just walk around the block. But as I get used to the fact that, you know, it's cold, I'm going to get myself out in the cold where I don't like being in the cold. And, um, yeah, it was, it, you know, that, that was different times because it was still lockdown. But, you know, it's a different year now. You know, I've, uh, I'm not massively concerned with money in a minute. I've still got some behind me. But, you know, I, I spoke to this, I spoke to my agency today uh just to say what job's going because you know i want to I try and keep myself out there a little bit within reason and i don't want to overdo myself because i'm still still battling these inner fears and either you know moments in myself so and as much as that is that sounds to people like to be quite unattractive you know because you know you, you feel like you want to be settled and concrete in yourself and you're not and it just you know it does worry you perceptions on people on you but i have to look to myself and do what is needed for me so um yeah it's just you know a lot's happening lately and you know for good and bad i've kind of surprised myself a bit today by doing that but i feel i feel good that i did it um but yeah i'm just here now and um sharing all that. So the next thing that's really on the agenda is again, talk with my doctor. Um, I had, we had rearranged with my friend to redo our session. So whether or not that happens, I mean, I don't know, but possibly that's still on the agenda. But again, well, I'll have to make do with um, doing somewhere quiet and, you know, private, you know, my friend was a, sit in a, in a spoon's, somewhere and I was, I was as, soon as, as soon as she was saying it I was like yeah no nah, I don't want to do that I was, I'm still not comfortable with that even though we might sit alone because I'm I'm still concentrating on everything else going on around me so you know even though it, it gives you that appearance for some people that you know you're engaging and you're doing things of some sort of importance which is great you know I you know, and of course I'm all for that. I'm not comfortable with being in a place that's so public as that to talk. This, you know, if I had a little studio of sorts, then they're like the perfect environment. But I don't, so it's just have to. It's going to be a, a make do, means do situation. So 
but we'll see we'll see anyway i'm gonna leave it there because uh, i don't think i've got anything else to talk about and i'm gonna end up waffling otherwise and i don't want to do that so um if you've lasted till now thank you for listening thank you for still being on this little journey with me and yeah i'll keep you up with, with updating what happens next <laughs>